Hello, this is Bill Beekman, Vice President and Athletic Director, and I'm very excited to welcome to our program program today uh, Rick McNeil, who is the uh, uh, Director of our Recreational Sports and Fitness Services on campus here at Michigan State University. Uh, welcome to the program, Rick. Well, thanks, Bill, and appreciate the invite and the opportunity for a conversation so that we can have a discussion about what is available because I know, as we all know, the governor's got executive orders that's limited a lot of activities, health clubs, rec centers. And so this is a conversation to allow Spartans uh, across the world to know what can be done virtually as well as what our students can do on campus outdoors safely for those that, the few that do live in the res halls and then for the thousands that are gonna live in area surrounding apartments and houses. Well, and, and Rick, let's start there. That's, uh, I, I think, really, really fascinating. I mean, I think that uh, when our students tend to think of, of uh, recreational sports and fitness, they think about our three intramural buildings on campus. And I think people tend to think of things in a, you know, sometimes in a brick, bricks and mortar kind of way. But, uh, but your team is working very hard to make sure that regardless of where our students, faculty, staff are, really around the globe, uh, that they have access to information about uh, recreation and fitness. And, and, and before, before we got on the air today, you were sharing with me that you're, you're, you're doing some filming later today uh, to, to facilitate that. So tell us about that exciting project. Yeah, well, we're doing some filming today because with the current executive orders, our intramural facilities indoor are closed. But we've got 27 of acres of outdoor recreation intramural fields. We've got tennis courts. As everybody knows who's been here, we got a gorgeous campus for outdoor activities from uh, biking, walking, running. And so the filming today is to highlight what students can do as well as, well, students, faculty and staff, what they can do outdoors when, uh, you know, classes resume next Tuesday and what's available. And so that's the purpose of this filming today as well as to remind people that we're continuing our virtual activities. We've been virtual since the 1st of April, and we've actually expanded on that, partnered with a private company, uh, and this is gonna be a membership-based system where Spartans across the globe could have access to our fitness offerings in a virtual platform, and they can get their exercise that way from wherever they're at. And then we're also going to have a few locations outdoors that are going to have live in-person with mask distance group exercise classes at about 15 different outdoor campus locations and so that's a significant change from how we operated you know last fall's opening when the predominant view is it's bricks and mortars well now bricks and mortars are still closed and our focus is what we can do outdoors especially given our favorable fall weather, uh, at least until mid-November. Well, that's, you know, that's, that's really exciting. I think that, uh, you know, so many folks on campus are exploring creative ways to, uh, you know, to, to problem solve and to think through how we can, uh, you know, how we can work with our, our students, faculty, and staff, um, you know, under these, under these very challenging new circumstances. And, uh, and so this, you know, that's a very exciting project. So you know, let's talk a little bit about, you know, the, the sort of, you know, in, in a normal world, if, if, should, should we ever return to one, um, 
you know, our, our intramural facilities and, and rec, rec sports provides so many, you know, so many things. And, uh, you know, share with us a little bit about what, uh, you know, you know as, as hopefully we get back to normal at some point, what that looks like, you know, what services we have available across campus. And I, I think people would be surprised at, at the, uh, you know, the breadth of services that you provide. Sure. So let me take us back a year ago and talk about uh, how we looked last fall as a, as a prime example. So our mission is to engage Spartans, and we identify Spartans as students, faculty, staff, retiree, and alumni. So we have actually changed our language to say we are messaging and serving Spartans because it includes anyone who's a Spartan, and especially now that we have this virtual platform, We've got Spartans who are physically not on our campus. But to engage in healthy lifestyles through fitness, sport, and recreation opportunities, and then to give people, especially the students, an opportunity to experience new activities that they have never experienced in their life before, and they become lifetime activities. I'll take myself as an example. As an undergrad in the 70s, I learned through my mentors and football coaches uh, the sport of paddleball. I've played paddleball the rest of my life since then, and had I not had that college experience, I never would have played paddleball because I wasn't a member of a private club when I grew up. So those activities, as you mentioned, are offered in three intramural buildings. We also use Demonstration Hall, the old hockey rink, as a multi-purpose facility for indoor soccer um, and activities. And then we have a gym in Hazlitt on Lake Lansing, an outdoor sailing center. And because that's an outdoor activity, our sailing center has been open since the first weekend of June because that can comply with the governor's orders. We've had to have modified instruction. There's masks. And that facility, we're going to extend the hours and have the sailing center open as long as weather permitting. And if we get, you know, a nice fall, maybe we can stay open through the end of October. So that's continuing. And then we've got 27 acres of outdoor fields where we have predominantly our intramural sports participants. And we offer club competition for 28 club sports, many of them who play outdoors. So in a normal fall, we're going to have close to 10,000 students playing intramural sports. We have about 800 club sport athletes. Then we've got this drop-in recreation for our indoor facilities as well as our outdoor fields. So especially in the fall, when you combine indoor-outdoor we literally have tens of thousands of Spartans who are being physically active. And for people that haven't been in our facilities recently, yeah, I know that we've had some some really very very nice uh, uh, improvements. Uh, I was over at the uh, I M East last summer, and the you know the track that that runs above the uh, the basketball courts. Uh, was was now open in a way that I think made it really really nice. The uh, uh, I think a wall was taken down that 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 made the uh, uh, the, the space you know, much sort of much fresher. And uh, you know, and I know we've done things in other facilities as well. And it's it's obviously a a sort of Herculean task because with uh, with the acreage you have in the the indoor and outdoor facilities, the sailing center. There's there's an extraordinary amount to maintain, but uh, can you sh share with us some of the uh, you know the renovations that have been put in place for people that 
maybe haven't been in our facilities recently. This will be our third year of having our most recent renovations open. So about four years, we entered the planning of having some modest renovations that basically wasn't new construction. It took old spaces and gave them a completely different uh, uplift. Uh, the track that you referenced at IM East was built in 1988 when IM East was open. And IM East is still our quote, new IM building, but it's 32 years old. So there's a lot of things that are dated similar to what you faced in athletic facilities. But yeah, the track was completely replaced. The perimeter wall that went around the inside of the track has been removed. The brick wall that separated the two courts is gone. So what's now is one uh, big four court basketball, 18,000 square foot gymnasium with a running track above it that's a cabling system that looks down into it. So when students came back who had been here, it literally looked like a brand new track. And obviously for freshman students, when they come in, you know, that's all they've ever seen. Then I am Sports West in what used to be uh, the old turf arena. And at one point when we had registration, hand registration in the IM buildings, now I'm going back to my time 40 years ago, uh, it was the pit. And so it was just an old carpeted area on concrete. <laughs> and we had uh, kind of makeshift tennis courts and it had some multi-purpose, but it, just, it wasn't a very functional space. And so we had a complete changeover of that. Uh, new ventilation, lighting and netting system. And the key component is it has artificial turf almost identical to what's in Duffy and the same turf we have on Munfield. So that has now become a hotbed for our clubs, for uh, futsal, that small court soccer, lacrosse, rugby. So our club teams now have an indoor facility for practice and training. And then the third renovation was in Dem Hall. What used to be the old hockey rink when we played hockey and that facility closed when uh, Munn opened in 74, uh, it was on a concrete floor and it had a real hard tile uh, surface on it and we had uh, bought used boards and used glass from a indoor soccer facility that went out of business about 30 years ago I remember that was one of my first projects uh, for doctors the late Dr. Sierra when I started here in 1987 is we gave it an, an uplift for indoor soccer well now that facility was over 30 years old the floor was cracking the boards were hazardous so again the university invested more and they completely rebuilt that into a high quality indoor arena with a special focus on serving adaptive sports. So four nights a week, uh, again, last year, our adaptive clubs and students with special needs had access to a space that was designed for them in mind. And it's one of the few arenas that uh, had been built in recent memory in the state of Michigan to serve that adaptive population. So those were the three uh, renovations that were done. And as you and I both know, we have an outdoor pool uh, that was closed down two years ago. And we actually had combined um, a, a plan to replace the pool. And then the university hit, you know, as we're aware, a lot of financial hardships. Uh, and then the pandemic hit. So uh, unless you know better about the outdoor pool, I think the outdoor pool project is on hold for a while yet, but that would be the next priority is to get our outdoor pool 
back in service. And I just, I don't have any good sense when that might happen. No, and that's, uh, yeah, that's something that certainly uh, is, is high on everybody's list. We've got, uh, people might be surprised to know we have three indoor pools on campus uh, at uh, IM Circle, IM West, and then a pool at uh, Jenison Fieldhouse. But, uh, but that outdoor pool was a, uh, a lot of fun for people, particularly this time of year. Uh, when it's uh, the weather is warm and uh, you know, and that 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 window seems so narrow in the state of Michigan that that people really enjoy the outdoor pools. So we've got to uh, to work on that and, and get that back up and running as as uh, as quickly as we can. Um, the uh, so there, there's there, there's so much to do on our campus and uh, yeah, I think the. You know, when when students come to campus, obviously they're they're focused on their studies and uh, uh, and then and then uh, you know the homework and, and other things that come with that. Um, and then they you know, they have the opportunity in their free time to explore uh, sports, uh, club sports, recreational opportunities, other clubs, and other other activities. But you know, what is the what what what's the easiest way for an incoming freshman, uh, somebody that maybe isn't familiar with with how our intramural facilities operate, uh, how do they access those facilities? What what do they need to do? Um, what what parts of our facilities can they use at, for free? And and what things you know maybe have an additional cost? How how would you uh, how would you share uh, or or or, uh, or orient a, an incoming freshman that that maybe isn't as familiar with how to gain access to all the great things we're doing. Sure, and we get that question every fall by hunt by you know a lot of students as well as by parents because the parents want to know what opportunities are for their students because a lot of these students come from very active high school athletic participation. They perhaps played club sports, uh, a travel team, and when they come to Michigan State, they want to continue that interest and perhaps expand to others. So to begin with, all of our campus intramural buildings were built with a designated general fund. So our, our department, my budget, does not pay for facility operations, utilities, custodial, those types of things. It's all covered in the general fund. So there's no cost for any Spartan to access our indoor facilities. You have simply have to have a valid ID, meaning you are currently enrolled student, you are a currently employed faculty and staff, Retiree status is good forever. And the one group that has to pay a small access fee is our alumni. We do ask our alumni pay an annual access fee. So for that's how you access in normal times, you swipe your ID and you have access to all of the general recreation drop-in areas, except everything with a fitness connotation. So at no cost, you can run on the track you talked about at IM East. You can use our racquetball squash courts, pick up basketball, uh, volleyball. You can go lap swimming at one of the th- one of the uh, the two pools you mentioned. We don't have we have classes in Jenison, but we have lap swimming at I am West and I am Circle. So a student has access to I am East, I am West, I am Circle, and because I am East was purposely built where it is, students don't have more than a ten minute walk to any I am facility if they live on campus. So their ID gives them that general access. But our budget model, similar to your budget model of having fees to access 
uh, athletic contest. There's a fee, a membership fee to access our fitness centers, our group fitness classes. There's a fee to play competitive intramural sports and our club sports require fees, usually through dues for participation in club sports. So the fee-based system is really gonna be dependent on what a student's interest or what a Spartan's interest is. But the fees are modest as an example. We actually are, are launching a new membership system this year. Had we not been in this COVID environment, for $99, a student would have access to the fitness centers at IM East and West in all of our indoor group cycling classes for 99 bucks for a semester. And that would have started this past week and went through the first day of classes in January. And they could have also purchased that membership to try it out on a weekly basis or a monthly basis. So we've had to put that plan on hold because our buildings are closed, but we are getting ready to launch the end of this week, this remote uh, membership that we can get into uh, later on. But that's how Spartans access uh, our facilities. Faculty and staff have always paid 20% higher fees than what students pay for fitness. But it is again, it's fitness, club sports, and intramural sports that carry a fee. But there's a whole lot to do on this campus, both indoors and outdoor, without paying any additional fees. Well, that's that's really uh, you know that, I think that's really wonderful and and provides opportunities for for students to get out and. Uh, and, and blow off some steam and, uh, and have a distraction from their, from their day-to-day -day studies. Uh, so you know, there's, one of the things that's always, I've always found fascinating is the, the, the number of kinds of things you can do athletically. I mean, we all, we all, we all know about basketball and football and baseball and, and sports we might think of as traditional, but, uh, I had a, uh, a friend uh, who, who recently graduated from Michigan State who was a member of the uh, underwater hockey team, which which before she told me she participated in that club, I didn't know such a such a crazy thing existed. But uh, yeah, I think it just goes to the uh, uh, the creativity of our students and the, uh, the the ways that they can that they can dream up to have have fun in the. Uh, uh, in, in ways that I, I guess I suppose I couldn't have imagined. But uh, are there are there other uh, uh, sort of interesting or unique sports that maybe somebody wouldn't have on top of mind that that uh, that that we sponsor or, or promote through through our uh, our recreational sports? Well, I'll address that question in kind of two ways, because the twenty eight club sports that I referenced are just the ones that our department sponsors. And we've got limits on facilities. And so there's a, a limit on how many club sports we can offer. But on this campus, there's over 900 student organizations whose purpose is to facilitate a student's interest in any type of an interest activity. And uh, if you can imagine that interest is almost infinity in terms of what students might have interest in participating in. And so with all these student organizations, all clubs have to be student organizations, but not all student organizations are club sports. So we sponsor about 28 and, you know, a lot of the conventional ones that you would have, and many of them are duplicates 
of the varsity athletic program. You know, a, a great example, let's take soccer. Soccer is offered for intercollegiate athletics, men's and women's. We have men's and women's soccer clubs, but they also have what they call a green club and a white club, kind of like the varsity and the junior varsity. But then you drop that down, and we have several hundred uh, teams playing intramural soccer, and then throw in our outdoor soccer fields for drop-in. So soccer, for the last 20 years, soccer has been the most popular activity in intramural sports. It long overtook uh, uh, football and recently overtook basketball. So soccer is the one, and again, if you think back about it, some of our students have been, both men and women students have been playing soccer their entire lives. So that interest continues. And so, but you're right, there's a lot of other unique ones. We have lots of martial arts clubs, judo, kendo. Uh, there's opportunity for fencing clubs. Uh, we have pom-pom. Uh, there's a sailing club. There's a table tennis. And, it, uh, and as you've mentioned, underwater hockey, which might be perhaps our most unique uh, club. But again, that's 28 of nearly 900 other student organizations. So when this freshman comes in and doesn't know what to do, a great resource for them is to go to the student life office and just browse all of the clubs and activities that are on campus. There's a directory, they all have contact information. And when the, the students who are here on campus, our clubs are gonna be trying to train in a different way, but a lot of that connections happens uh, as soon as freshmen typically come to campus is uh, they get connected with a club team come to our buildings, join an RSO, and that begins their Spartan connection for a lifetime. And and Rick, I know that uh, usually we have this really extraordinary event at the beginning of the year called Spartisipation, where so many of those clubs uh, have tables set up and we have a, a, a dinner out on, on one of our fields and, and students have the opportunity to explore any clubs they might be interested in. Obviously, in our, our current virtual environment, that participation process will be you know, more online than it normally would be. But you're, you're absolutely right. I think that uh, a young person coming onto our campus has almost unlimited opportunity. And, uh, and, and what, what someone needs to do is really uh, grab it with both hands and dive in and, and explore different things, whether it's something sort of wacky like underwater hockey or or, uh, or the many martial arts or something more traditional like basketball or, or soccer or, or those kinds of things. But certainly the, uh, you know, the sort of proverbial world is, is your oyster when you come to Michigan State and, uh, and, and, and there just is so much opportunity. So Rick, what I'm going to, uh, to, to, to do is, is end on what I hope is a fun question for you. And that is as the as, as the person whose day-to-day -day responsibility is directing all of this recreational and sporting activity, uh, what's your favorite thing to do from a recreational and sport perspective? My favorite activity is still uh, going back to the one I play the most, and I practice and I work at it, and that's the game of golf. Like all golfers, you never reach your goal because every golfer wants to be the best they can be, at least for me, for someone who's driven like that. And I'm driven to try to get better in golf whenever I play. And 
it's a it's a goal I'm never going to accomplish. Um, even the golf professionals, you know, they're never going to accomplish uh, all the goals they want because it's a skill. One, it's a game I'll have with me the rest of my life, and that's why I love it. And I just love the variety of golf courses. Uh, every golf course is unique. I mean, a tennis court's a tennis court. A basketball court's a basketball court. But a golf course, especially those that you can walk, it's just a, it's a great way to spend four hours and I love playing golf. Uh, but I'm also very active outdoors, uh, a hunter and trying to get back into fishing more, but, uh, probably the, the, the skill I'm most gifted at, I found out is pickleball because I played racquetball and paddleball as an undergrad and played as an employee. And when pickleball became, I found out that it was a very natural transition so I've got a really strong win-loss record on the pickleball court. So if you ever want to uh, give me a challenge, I'm willing to take on anybody. I got no fear when it comes to pickleball. Well, maybe, maybe I'll steer clear of you then. I don't know. But, uh, but I think pickleball is, uh, is one of those great things that, uh, that is, is just, just sort of shy of tennis. So people maybe with uh, – with 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 a little less mobility or it's it's a it's a sort of a good in-between sport that that was created and uh and, and i i've played a little bit and uh and it is great fun it's it's great fun and uh and as we say just one of the many many opportunities available at michigan state well rick it's been a, a pleasure having you and uh, uh learning so much about the opportunities that uh that not only are young people but faculty staff alumni uh, have as well in terms of our recreational sports and intramural facilities and the, the many, many options available to people and the extraordinary job that you and your team do making those opportunities available. So thank you so much for joining us today. Well, and thanks for the invite and look forward to serving Spartans uh, outdoors uh, coming this fall. And go green. Go white. Thanks so much.